For your sports talk fix every day from 4 to 6 is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from 4 to 6 is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from 4 to 6 is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from 4 to 6 is Scalzo and Brust. Live from the Gruber Law Office, one call, that's all studios at Radio City. This is Scalzo and Brust. Presented by Bud Light it's a party, baby. on 94.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. It's a party, baby. Woo! It's a party, baby. Yesterday, as they go to two and one, which should be three and one after the Patriots quarterback Mac Jones injured his ankle. Looks like Brian Hoyer versus Aaron Rodgers Sunday afternoon at Lambeau Field. Then it looks like four and one when you go to London to take on Daniel Jones and the Giants. Five and one back at Lambeau Field against Joe Flacco or maybe Zach Wilson at this point. I don't know who's better and who's worse. You're making me uh, nervous. Is he making you nervous with this prediction thing? No, I don't believe in jinxes. Well, actually, That's he's five. He's one. right a lot. So. And then six and don't one on the road at. Washington taking on Carson Wentz and the Commanders before Buffalo Sunday Night Football. I was really hoping they were going to be undefeated at that point because I knew they were going to get at least a couple losses. But they fell yesterday to the Dolphins. Fun NFL game, uh, fun NFL day, even though the games, I don't think, were all that great. But that's what happens when you have some divisional games. Like I don't think people recognize how difficult those divisional games actually become. Um, but once again, I digress. I'm very distracted today as we have to hone in on our NFL conversations. On Twitter, at Scalzo and Bruss, we're asking if this Packers team has a championship-level defense, a Super Bowl-caliber defense. On Twitter, at Scalzo and Bruss. Uh, uh, 78% say yes, 22% say no. We also asked, was yesterday the Romeo Dobbs breakout this game? He had eight catches for 75 yards and bias a tutty. Poll. Why? He made the poll. That's what I'm saying. It's a biased poll, Josh. 60-40, yes to no. 61-39, yes to no that it was Romeo breakout game. I'm fine with that. I, you can have that be your breakout game. To me, if they scored 24, 28 points yesterday and the offense looked and felt better, I've, I would feel more comfortable calling it the breakout game. I have a hard time saying uh, it was a breakout game when the offense puts up 14 points, although Romeo Dobbs was a big engine um, to those 14 points. 800-990-3776. We're also boarding people aboard the Scalzo and Tau Super Bowl 50. Seven train to Arizona, chugga chugga, choo choo. Let's go to Theodore in Watertown, Teddy. What's going on? <laughs> going good, choo choo. Happy Victory Monday. Yes, sir. Uh, I think that that Romeo Dobbs that was a welcome to the NFL game. I think you can do a little bit better for a for for a breakout game. But I think what uh, what I got the feeling the most from was yesterday was I, I, I'm starting to have belief that the Packers won't turn into the Chicago Bears in the post-Aaron Rodgers uh, era because I feel like, you know, there was a couple, maybe one or two throws yesterday where you you really be like, wow, that was an amazing throw. But I feel like Jordan Love could have made most of those throws yesterday. Not saying I want him in there. Hope Aaron stays healthy. Hope he brings us another Super Bowl. But it gives me hope in the post-Aaron Rodgers era that this team's not just going to fall off the table. 
Thank you, Thank Theodore. You for the call. Uh, yeah, I, look, I tend to agree, and that comes down to coaching, right? Uh, the the people who know offense in the NFL will say um, that a good coach maybe uh, ha- maybe has their quarterback need to make ten to twelve throws. Everything else is set up Run for the you. Offense. Run the offense. Those ten to twelve throws separate an average quarterback and a great quarterback and a elite quarterback, but. That coach is Matt LaFleur. You see some of the other offenses in the NFL, and you're like, they are putting a lot on these quarterbacks. And like the the let Russ cook thing, that's been the past couple of years where he tries to do everything himself, and it does not work. It's not a recipe for success. This Packers offense in Matt LaFleur has designed an offense and, and coached an offense that's ultimately like, yeah, you're going to have to make 10, 12 throws um, that, that live outside of the offense. 10, 12 of those plays, you're going to have to get to your second, third, fourth reads. You're going to have to do something special in order for this offense to win. But you're right, Theodore. Like yesterday, you didn't see a ton of that. Teddy, sorry. Yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> I was going to do it again. Um, but when I think about Jordan Love as just, you know, just stop. Just what? just take it away from me. Just take it away from me what right now. 800-990-3776. Twitter, at Scalzo and Bruss. We're presented by Bud Light. Let's go to our guy, Bill in Green Bay, coming off a big Packer victory. Billy, Billy welcome to Scalzo and Bruss. What do you got? Chugga, chugga! Choo-choo! Let his horn do the work, baby. Give me the horn again, Billy boy. How about that? It's <laughs> a sexy horn. Kind of sounds like my farts a little bit. Let's, let's go pack, huh? Let's go pack, baby. What do you got for us? Yeah. Yeah, so I was really impressed that we got David Bakhtiari back, and he played as good as he did. And Roger went in the locker room and patted him on the shoulder there. And uh, your boy Dobbs played pretty good. You know, he can't play any better than that. Eight for eight. And um, what was I going to say? Okay. He's going to have a breakout game. This I'm not going to say this is a breakout game either. He, it's coming. You'll know when it happens, and it's going to be where, mm. like when he put his arm out there for a ball, he's going to be getting more than one touchdown. So, I like that. And 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 they and they know he's and the other teams are seeing that this kid's good. And when he beats someone, they already know it, and they put their best guy on it. That's when you're going to know this guy's got a breakout game. Thank Next you for the call. The Romeo the Dobbs call. breakout game. You'll know it when you see it. I like that because I feel like there was like a moment where I was like, okay, like, yeah, this is good. But it wasn't like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 800-990-3776, the number to get into the show. Uh, that, the Old National Bank talk at text line, Old National Bank, get old. Josh from Madison chimes in and says, I love Benny, but it's a good thing. Good karma pays two babysitters for him. Are those us? We babysitters? you and I. Never was a babysitter growing up. Neither was Josh. There's no way Josh was. I actually probably got paid a few. Like my, I was the oldest of the cousins in my family, so I watched them, but not like no one called me to come over to their house. This is a group that never babysat anybody, really. No, I no. needed the babysitting. Matt in Fort Atkinson says I, took I needed a ch- Vaseline. Says I took a chance on Romeo Dobbs in my fantasy lineup. Do you want to explain that? Oh. Uh, I used to get rashes on my butt. My babysitter had to. As a teenager. It was it was like fifth grade, fourth fifth grade, maybe a little younger, and she had famously had to put Vaseline on my butt. I want to get. Can we get her on the air? 
Uh, probably, yes. Can we please? I would like to do that. I would like to find out what a Well, 20- there was two different babysitters that had to do it. So are you fine with either <laughs> what one? What do you mean by had to do it? Like, who told them that they had to do it? I wasn't capable of putting Vaseline on my butt. You should have been. You were in fifth grade. <laughs> I don't ben. know the age of what I was. Can you imagine a, f- a fifth grade Ben Bruss? Fifth dropping- grade is like about to hit puberty. <laughs> I was a late bloomer. No, I can't imagine any parent telling any babysitter like like they were both family friends. Th- that's fine, Ben. But my point is, is like it's not something that needs to happen. What happens four- if your if your kid needed? She's a baby. She's gets she gets diaper rash. If your kid's out of diapers, you shouldn't be telling somebody in the four or five hours they're babysitting that they're the one that needs to apply ointment. To okay, somebody I was probably five or six years old. Say you have a five or six, five or six year old kid, Still too and old. and you guys are out to dinner, and there's some issues that are going on, and something needs to be applied. Yeah, I would either, I would apply it before we went, and then Wait, if what I if it doesn't to- happen until it happens? Like I used to wipe too hard. And that's when it would happen, when the parents were gone. So you couldn't do preventative Vaseline. I think that, that maybe just you skipped the Vaseline for that one time. Is there one dump you could have taken that didn't require Vaseline directly after it? That's the one that the babysitter is present for. That is my only point. I will never, my promise to any babysitters out there, I will never subject anybody to putting any ointment on my child's behind after she is out of diapers. Diapers is a whole other story, but that's a pretty simple thing. Um, well, I can't wait till she has a butt issue with a babysitter and then she's crying all night and you said no don't help out the kid just let her cry josh from madison says thank you ben for proving my point (laughs) (laughs) i've always proved everyone's point uh a lot in the show but i also proved the point of our great partners because they have delicious products that you can enjoy that's the door county dark skies it's a dark lager and it's named after the newport state park up there in door county and it's the only designated international dark sky park in Wisconsin. So when you think of the dark skies, it's black as night, very drinkable. You got roasted coffee, chocolate. It's got a great flavor profile. And like I said, it's a dark lager. So when people th- taste it, they're like, whoa, well, that's super dark. Like it's black as night. Yeah, it's named after Newport State Park. That's why. And it's delicious. So pick it up, Door County Brewing Company or Sister Brewery, Hacienda Brewing Company at Woodman's Festival Food, Total Wine Pick and Save, or your other favorite local retailers. Eight hundred nine ninety thirty seven seventy six. Keep your opinions coming in, but we're going to be joined by Jason Wildy of Wildy and Tausch to talk Packers football and the big win over Tampa Bay next on Scalzo and Brust. We're presented by Bud Light. You're listening to Bud Light Scalzo and Brust. Here's the thing: I watched a different kid catch a ball later in the game in his mitt, and the crowd like gave him high fives. They were all excited for him. I didn't really get the same reaction when I caught it and gave it to the kid because they probably saw the kid on the huh. ground. It, Josh, shut up! I'm 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 having a self realization here, and I don't I don't need that overarching hmm. judgment that you give me. Interesting. So. Stream live and listen anytime on your time on Wisconsin on Demand. It started with a whisper. I think you guys can all see his his acceleration, his strong hands, and um, you know Aaron was giving him some good balls, and he was make, taking advantage of it. Certainly, I thought you know for the most part the protection was pretty good, um, at least on those plays, and he took advantage of the opportunity. 
That is Packers head coach Matt LaFleur talking about the big Packer victory yesterday. Aaron Rodgers feeling the love from his head coach as he spreads the ball out a little bit more. Uh, and of course, of course, talking about Romeo Dobbs there. Eight targets, eight catches, 75 yards, a touchdown. I don't believe that's his breakout game. It's a, I, I thought Teddy in Watertown... Watertown. Hartford, Watertown. Waterford. You got it. Uh, I thought Teddy had a good point. Like that's your welcome to the NFL game. That's not necessarily. It's your. That's a you belong game. That's not a full on breakout game. Um, but Josh from Madison points out that Dobbs had twenty three percent of the team's targets, twenty two percent of the total yards, and half the points. He may have been the prettiest turd in the toilet, but it was definitely a big step for a fourth round rookie. Oh man. Meanwhile, Terry in the 920 does a little bit of uh, psychoanalysis on Ben Bruss. His bet is the perfect example of a kid whose parents gave up on him because he's just the last kid in the family and they just didn't give a you-know-what anymore. I don't think that's true. I'm not responding. Josh from Heartland, uh, never mind. We've got. Do we have Jason now? All right. There's just jokes about Ben Bruss. Let me add, let me start there with you, Jason. I, we have a lot of Packers to get to, but you have two uh, wonderful children. Um, ben Bruss. They are wonderful. Yeah. Thanks for saying that. Ben Bruss until fifth grade was having his babysitters apply Vaseline to his butt because he wiped too hard as a kid. Would you subject your babysitters oh to that? God. Like, don't you feel like I, I'm? Not, you know what? I don't want to ask a leading question. Would you subject your babysitters to that? Huh? I mean, if it was necessary for yes. my little Benny's bottom, it was. Um, how? Do you mind if I ask? How does a show get to this topic? It's great. Question. I don't remember. How did we get there? Uh, somebody said that Ben needs has babysitters, babysitters, and then Ben said, "Break out the Vaseline," because he's told that story on the air before. And again, I'm just in mm. awe. I can understand if his parents were doing it, but the idea that they, they had a family friends, family friends, not just a random babysitter. They were family friends. How old were they? One was in the 30s. One was a high schooler. High school. You had a high school girl. It was my sister's friend when you were five. It was my sister. Five? No, no. It was probably closer to five six. Way closer to five six. We've gotten a lot younger since he. uh, Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna search for the facts after the show. I'm gonna reach out to the family group checks for the facts. I didn't realize you were such a hard wiper. That's also. Have you stopped that policy? Yes, I have. I've gone. I've gone to wet wipes. Yeah, and if I have issues, is I put some, if I have issues, I put some Aquaphor on a wet wipe, and oh, it's boy. it's amazing. <laughs> it's still a this is a, this a is problem. a topic. Now I will say this: this is an Aquaphor. That's a very effective. Uh, it's not really a lotion. It's more like a jelly, isn't it? Kind of a, it a jelly. Aquaphor lotion-y is what, jelly. Preferred diaper rash for us, yes. But she's uh, uh, she just she turns a year and a half today. So I she, turn thirty when I'm Monday. Yeah. What, what does it matter go. what your age is when you have to fix a problem? I will say this. That, since both of you guys are in sales uh, because you're such great, not only on-air hosts, but marketing consultants, I, I would love to do an endorsement with Dude Wipes. Are you familiar with these? I mean, I don't use that specific brand, but yes, I'm very familiar as a frequent uh, flushable wipes guy. Yes, those are... I. I am a huge believer that those are 
They are the iPhone of bathroom use. No. They are revolutionary. No. I've tried them all, no? Jason. I've tried them all. No, no, not not dude wipes. I mean, generally that category. Much like the smartphone, they are the they have revolutionized bathroom use. But don't they get much cleaner? Don't they hurt your plumbing system? Like every plumber's would say, don't use them on your home. it says right on the package that they're made for to be effective. Now, now Jason, I've done research on this. I've done research on this. You're still not supposed to flush it for your system. We've even had people call in, text in. There's articles if really? you Google it. Uh, I put them in a trash bin that has a top. <laughs> Wait a minute. Whoa. Wait a minute. Oh my god. I I had no idea when Josh called. So you you're wiping your butt and folding it over. Your your poopy wipes into a trash bin? Yes. There's a plastic. You are one step away from the diapers that Scalzo's kids wear. Like, yes. Do you have like a diaper genie that you're dropping them in? He should. You should you actually a use a diaper genie. That's going to be your birthday present. You know what? I would gladly accept. Yeah. And my girlfriend oh my would like God. that. I'm sure it'll oh help with the God. odor in your apartment. She, uh, she, there was some, there was some family in town for my girlfriend, and she was like, "Every plastic bag filled with anything needs to be out of this apartment." And I made sure that happened. How many plastic bags filled with disgusting things are in your apartment? <laughs> are they all stacked up like a, like old newspapers or something? <laughs> Can we talk about the Packers? What do you got, please? Ben? Can we please? No, no. I, I just like I'll talk about this all day, Jason. How good is this Packers defense? I'm afraid of that. Yeah. Um, not as good as they appeared to be yesterday. Ooh. Good. Ooh. Uh, and and with the potential to be really, really good. But I, I, I'm I'm sorry. I I know Tausch was in a bad mood today, man. Uh, he that's tough. He he had he was not that's pleased. Tough. Homer apparently had. Uh, Essentially said, um, you know, that they were lucky to win the game, and and that brought the big fella uh, into our program this morning. He did not like it when I suggested uh, that aesthetically this was not all that impressive of a win. He was not a fan of that. And, and again, I understand a win is a win. And as Matt Lafleur reiterated to us today, we will never apologize for winning, um, but. I don't know how you look at that game and don't say, you know what, if they have Mike Evans, forget about Chris Godwin, forget about Julio Jones, because injuries happen to every team, right? I mean, the Packers were without Sammy Watkins. The Packers were without Christian Watson. Their left tackle came back for the first time, uh, except for that one time, since New Year's Eve 2020. The, the Buccaneers were out without their left tackle. So I get it. But Mike Evans was suspended. I think you could argue that he should have been fined heavily but didn't need to be suspended. And Tausch certainly argued that. I don't see how you can look at that game and say, oh, the outcome is exactly the same if Mike Evans plays. Their passing game was terrible. Like, they went to Justin or to uh, Russell Gage like 12 times. Uh, Mike Evans is a 1,000-yard receiver Every single year he's been in the league, he's in like his eighth or ninth year. Like, that's, that makes a difference. I'm not saying he's Devontae Adams, but he's at least in the same zip code. And so to suggest that the uh, struggles that they had offensively 
were not at least in some way influenced not only by the Packers' defense but by the absence of Mike Evans, I can't get on board with that. So it's a it's really a good win. There's no doubt about it. And it was gritty and it was gutty and the defense stepped up when it needed to after letting them go 89 yards on that final drive. Like, they deserve tons of credit for all the good things they did. But let's at least be honest intellectually about the other factors that allowed them to be as dominant as they were defensively. And if they can do that, if they have to play these guys again in the playoffs and Godwin is out there and Evans is out there, I don't care where the game is, and they're able to do the same thing, great. But until then, I think this is a good performance, but I'm not willing to say that they are this outstanding elite defense just yet. They have to show me more. Jason, but wouldn't you say that this is a type of game that the Packers typically wouldn't have won the last two years? No doubt. Totally agree with you. Yep. Yep. So, like, then isn't that something to build off of, con- con- like, considering that you have not been able to win these type of games? And uh, I, th- I think what constitutes a really good team is finding ways to win in multiple ways and showing that you could win in a game that's really one in the trenches, uh, the defense played well, Jair went out, and other guys stepped up. Like, this is a type of game where without Jaron Reed and Quay Walker and Devondre Campbell and the signing of Rasul Douglas, that they probably wouldn't have got a game like this done. Well, Devontae Walker had nothing, or Devontae Wyatt had nothing to do with it. But I, excuse Walker me, I meant Quay Walker. Sorry. Yeah, but but I will say this: you're right. I, but again, I kind of I don't want to say you're agreeing with me, but like I, I'm a, I agree with everything you said, other than the fact that you got you're extrapolating this out into they are an elite defense, and I'm not ready to give them that moniker yet. If they had shut, if if they had lost Jair Alexander in the first quarter and shut down Mike Evans, who hadn't been suspended, and he caught three balls for 30 yards, and they win 13 to, or 14 to 12, and they break up the play at the, uh, on the two-point conversion, I'm maybe willing to consider it otherwise. But again, they, they were out there without their franchise left tackle. They're down to their third left tackle. They don't have Mike Evans, and then on top of that, they don't have Godwin. Uh, they don't have Julio Jones. Like, Again, I, I'm not saying it wasn't a good win, and I totally agree with you. These are the kinds of games that they have lost in the past because their defense couldn't get the job done. What so, have you, what have you liked from the Packers the first three defense. games? Um, uh, I, I do like how their defense has played. I love how their special teams have played. Uh, I love the fact that Romeo Dobbs has basically uh, forced them to play him now. Uh, obviously, Sammy Watkins' injury is a factor in that, but... I'm not sure that with the way Dobbs caught everything thrown his direction yesterday, that even if Sammy Watkins was healthy, he wouldn't have moved past Sammy Watkins. Um, the The idea, I don't know if he, I don't know what exactly Aaron Rodgers feels about him now, but there's no way Aaron Rodgers doesn't feel better about him than he did three weeks ago. Like, I just feel like he has shown even with the mental mistakes that he's going to make because he's a rookie, and even with the physical mistakes he's going to make because he's a rookie, the bottom line is he is too talented to not play a ton of snaps for this offense. Like he's, uh, he, he, he has earned it, even with whatever mistakes Aaron Rodgers is going to get frustrated with about him moving forward. Angie in the minivan chimes in 800-990-3776 says, Ben, as a mom of four, two, and six months old, I am simply appalled. 
I don't care what Angie thinks. However, James in Milwaukee says, folded up poopy wipes in the garbage can is exactly what we do in our family. You're good on this one, Benny. That James from Milwaukee. So uh, Dave on Twitter uh, informing me while I'm talking to you. Uh, and, and what a nice tweet. I didn't realize people were friendly on Twitter. This is the first I've seen of it. Apologies if you're getting a bunch of tweets like this, but the flushable wipes will pass through your house's plumbing but cause serious problems at the municipal level. Mm-hmm. No shame in not knowing. Just get a bidet. I, bidets, no. bidets need to yes, bidets need to work their way back in. Ben, I know you don't know how to use a bidet because you think it's difficult, um, but I, I agree. I think we need to bring bidets to this country. Are you are you saying that you have bidet experience? I have bidet experience. I love a good bidet. Now they've got these toilets. Well, actually, they they can build in bidets in there. Um, I'm not a big fan of those. I like having a separate bidet from the toilet. But yes, I'm a big fan. The reason why. All right, so go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ben. Because I've never used one of these. And as somebody who is a big proponent of the uh, wipe program, now I'm a little concerned. So you're telling me, so I then moved to another mechanism and it sprays water to wash off my butt for me? Is that what occurs there? Well, I usually do. I mean, I don't know if we need to break down (laughs) the tape here. Uh, We do, because I've never used one. I think there's a combination of... This is what we're doing, and this is what we're doing. I think there's a combination of wiping and uh, of wetting that occurs, but it certainly... Which is what a wet wipe is, and then you put it in the poopy basket. Except except then you you have a, a poop in your trash can and you take it out once a week. So you've got six-day-old poop yeah. sitting next yeah, to you. Yeah, that's a problem. The stench that's goes away. The diaper genie is necessary. <laughs> the stench doesn't problem. go away. You just get used to it. Sorry, Jason. We'll get you out of here. <laughs> Thank you for the time and the, the – the, uh, I don't know what it was, but you were great. <laughs> I don't know what it was either. All right, boys. Take care. Be good. Somehow we ruined the Wildey interview on Monday following a Packer win. All we had to do was talk Packers with Jason Wildey, and we still blew that. I think we educated the world on wipes, bidets, and the future of... Well, let me educate the world on LabCorp Clinical Trials, LabCorp Clinical Research Trials. There's a variety of them out there active right now where you could get paid good money while helping to advance medicine. You can continue to make money at your job working remotely while participating in these trials. A little double dip there. And get that extra cash to put into a down payment, a home renovation project. Maybe it's just a vacation or a heck of a night out. Whatever it is. Check out LabCorpClinicalTrials.com. Calm. Right now, they've got studies looking for healthy, non-smoking men aged 18 to 55. You can join for one stay of 22 nights. Compensation up to $9,700 provided. Another study looking for healthy, non-smoking men and women of non-childbearing potential aged 18 to 55. Join at their clinic for one stay totaling 11 nights. Compensation up to $4,300 provided. Together, we can help improve health and lives. Again, LabCorpClinicalTrials.com. That's LabCorpClinicalTrials.com. Dot com. We'll get back on track, I hope, with some Packers conversation next. Romeo Dobbs, Packers defense, plus the pie chart of success. It is Scalzo and Brust presented by Bud Light. You're listening to Scalzo and Brust presented by Bud Light. Stop! Oh, well, wiggle with it. Yeah, stop! Oh, well, wiggle with it, wiggle with it. 369. And I just don't want to swear right now. 
Give it to me one more time. Get low. Get low. Get low. Get low. Get low. Get low. To the window. To, to the, the wall. Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. But I'm thinking it's time for a change. Every team is going to face adversity throughout the course of the season. It's, it's, it really doesn't matter. Nobody really cares. It's about finding ways to win a game, and I was proud that, that we did that tonight. And um, it's never easy. I told our guys, you ne- we'll never apologize for winning. You just got to find a way. We did, and we'll enjoy it for a couple hours here, and then, you know, it's on to the New England Patriots. But still survive, not crossing through your boy. Big Packers win yesterday in Tampa Bay. They go to 2-1 and one on the season. Patriots with Brian Hoyer on Sunday at Lambeau Field makes them 3-1. Giants in London 4-1. Jets back at Lambeau 5-1. Washington Commanders 6-1. Did I skip something there? Is that the first seven weeks, really? 2-1, 3-1, 4-1, 6-1. Yeah, 6-1. Wow. 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 He is Ben Bruss. I'm Greg Scalzo. Josh Dimaggio running the show. Scalzo and Bruss presented by the world's greatest beer, Bud Light. You heard the grit talk from Matt LaFleur right there. Let's fire it up. A little pie chart of success for the Packers. Big victory. When things go well, it's time to dole out some credit. Time now for the pie chart of success on Scalzo and Brust. Presented by Jacobson Orchards, Waterford's best kept secret, with 55 varieties of apples and fresh bakery items made daily. Go to jacobsonorchards.com to learn more. Josh DiMaggio still working through all of the goods he picked up at Jacobson Orchards. Best apples you can find from, of course, we're going to be there Friday. The official, unofficial, Apple Farmer. I guess he's the official Apple Farmer of the Scalzo and Bruss family. We will be there on Friday. Let's get the Scalzo and Bruss family out there. Jacobson Orchards. uh, Waterford. Waterford, Wisconsin. We'll be out there four to six. You should be out there all day. I can't bring your friends. Apple cider donuts. Bring your family. Mm. Bring your significant other. Bring your kids. Pumpkin picking. rides. We'll be doing pumpkin patches. It's going to be delightful. And the corn maze, Saturday and Sundays. Heck yeah. I feel like Ben Bruss wouldn't fare well in a corn maze. Oh my gosh. I may have talked and, that wrong? and made arrangements for Ben Bruss to do the corn maze on his own on Friday. That might be in the works. I like that. So I have to show up early to get lost in a corn yes. maze. Well, we got to put an over-under on it. I want it to happen live on the air. <laughs> Like, I want him to try to run through it like he is competing for <laughs> like the Goblet of Fire in Harry Potter. Very good. You know my mind went there. It's the only corn maze you know. True. All right, I'll kick it off here. 25% of the pie chart of success goes to Brian Gutekunst. He has developed a roster in which they were able to win this game. This type of game, low scoring, lots of punts, special teams. I think of re-signing Devondre Campbell, bringing in Rich Passaccia, re-signing Rasul Douglas, Quay Walker, a great draft pick, and Jaron Reed, a great free agent signing. Those were guys that were, to me, important in a grinded-out type game for the Green Bay Packers. 25% of the success goes to the actual players that I mentioned. It's not just Brian Gutekunst. The guy's got to go out there and do it. So the special teams players, the defensive players, 
They did it. 25% goes to the players. 10% goes to Romeo Dobbs. Not 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 the best game yet. We, like we will see the it's the Romeo Dobbs game. But what did you say, Greg? I think you said it best. It was the you belong game. Fifteen percent goes that was to our guy, Teddy. Teddy. Fifteen percent goes to Aaron Rodgers because look, he is the guy leading the ship. And what I appreciate in the two and one start is. After back-to-back MVPs, he could be trying to force it. He could be trying to like get numbers and stats. He's all about winning football games, and I he said it from the offseason, and I'm seeing it live out in proof right now. 5% goes to Greg Scalzo because he did predict that the Packers would be 3-1. and one. They are going to be the New England Patriots, so congrats to Greg. 5% goes to me because by association, uh, the show's name is Scalzo and Bruss, so that kind of makes me correct. Uh, 5% goes to everybody except Josh DiMaggio because Josh is a negativity guy. And 10% goes to the Jumbotron that Aaron Rodgers said that helped them win the game. So so just for those paying attention at home, 25% goes to the players and then 10 extra percent goes to, to Romeo, Romeo Dobbs. And there's and a Rogers. percentage to Aaron Rodgers. But, but, but the players were just the D in special teams. Okay. Rick from Spooner chimes in, says Devontae Adams' famous line applies to Ben. Wash your hands, wash your butts. Rick, don't miss. Rick, do not miss. Never. Devontae Adams, speaking of, on the only 0-3 team in the NFL right now. But hey, there was week one where he had more yards receiving than any of the Packers receivers combined. Gosh, they stink. Cool. All right. My pie chart of success, we will start at the top with Matt LaFleur, 40%. This is a big-time Matt LaFleur win. This is a culture win. This is something that happens when your program enters its fourth year and all of a sudden there is that trust built between the teammates, between the coaching staff. There is uh, complete consistency across front office, players, coaches, leaders at every level. Matt LaFleur should feel really good about that gritty win against a championship caliber team in Tampa. Uh, Then I will go to the Packers defensive unit, uh, 20%. 20% for the defensive unit. Uh, They played well and I think they continue to set the tone while the offense gets it together and begins to figure it out. Part of that defensive unit, I will give Keyshawn Nixon an additional 5% for his efforts defensively and in special teams. I hate how buttoned up he is with his pie chart. 5% to Pat O'Donnell, the punter, making a big impact on the game yesterday. I did 25% for defense and special teams. That's what you did. 20% defense, 5% Pat O'Donnell. He was basically the whole special teams. Well, and 5% for Keyshawn Nixon, who was also part of special teams. We're like you on the same page. Aaron Rodgers. I do think Ben said it well. You still need your leader to lead uh, offensively. He found Romeo Dobbs in the right places. He did just enough to win. Plus, he called out the last play of the game on the Jumbotron to Matt LaFleur, and that made it all happen. Goody, I will give 10% for, um, again, bringing in the right character guys. I do think that that has made a difference. And Romeo Dobbs gets 10%. Not exactly his um, breaking his, his coming out game, but I do think Romeo Dobbs has ascended to be a considerable weapon for the Green Bay Packers. 
Hilsey is breaking down bidets on the Old National Bank talk and text line. Old National Bank, uh, get old, says Ben would fit in perfectly in the Philippines where in most cities they have plumbing. You don't flush the paper but put into a bin. Also, Japanese bidets, Toto brand, are king. I got my methods. I'm sticking to it. Do want to give a shout out to Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. When it comes to people doing work on my home, there has been nobody better than Gina Della and her crew of Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Joe Franco, the entire team over there, are fantastic. You heard, uh, you've heard me say it before. They did the windows and doors in my last place. Uh, they came in. Pounded out some doors, put in these beautiful, or excuse me, pounded out some windows, put in these beautiful patio doors in my place, and it looks like they've been there since the house was built. Part of, uh, you know, part of Pella's wide range of beautiful wood designs that can be painted, stained, or unfinished to complement any decor, all with superior craftsmanship, leaving no hassle or mess, just perfect results that stand the test of time. Plus, right now, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, you could put no money down, make no payments, and be charged zero interest for up to 24 months. But you have to do it soon because that offer expires on the 30th of September. Certain restrictions apply. See showroom for details. Go to PellaWI.com slash radio. That's PellaWI.com slash radio. Ben Bross gives us his closing statements on yesterday's game. Plus, we hit the stat hero. Weekend hero it all is. Scalzo and Bross presented by Bud Light. You're listening to Bud Light, Scalzo and Brust. S-Dot chimes in with Cartillo's way. Carlito's way. Okay, so so, so, <laughs> so, 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 so here's the thing. I promise you, the R, the, the R word. The, the, no, Josh, Josh. The R does look like it goes over into the T. Subscribe to the Scalzo and Brust podcast free on the Wisconsin On Demand app and wherever you get your podcasts. I fell for the devil's daughter. We gotta just tighten things up a little bit, but when our defense is holding them to 12 points, we're gonna win probably all those games. Aaron, I almost said Aaron Jones. Aaron Rodgers there, talking about the big win from yesterday. He's got to be feeling really good today, right? How many years have we gone through Packers football where it was like, well, if Aaron jo- if Aaron Rodgers doesn't put up 30 points, this team's gonna lose, and now. They put up a special teams. They put up a, a defensive game that allows them to win the game with 14 points. I don't want to hear any complaining from Packers fans here today. 800-990-3776. Part of the reason, again, is that defense we ask you uh, on Twitter, at Scalzo and Brust. What are you laughing at? Josh, your typo will just get me every time. If I was running the show and I read that, Milwaukee on the tree coming up next. Do the Packers have a Super Bowl caliber defense? 79-21, yes to no. And was yesterday the Romeo Dobbs breakout game? 68-32, yes to no. Yeah, I'm glad that's actually getting closer to 50-50 because I think we're all in agreement here that it's still yet to come, baby. Uh, I I don't think we're all in agreement. Actually, it's pretty clear we're not all in agreement based on the poll and based on the fact that two-thirds of us are in agreement, but one-third of us is not in agreement. Orangehead62 chimes in on Twitter, at Scalzo and Brust, and says, Hey, Benny, as a fellow IBS sufferer, the bidet will change your life. They now have a seat that will attach to any standard toilet. You will hate having to use a restroom that doesn't have one. Come with heated seat and water. Heated seat? is intriguing. Wow. That might be life-altering. Just like my stat hero of the day.
Catch up on the best of the best from the top performers in sports. It's the Stat Hero of the Day on Scalzo and Brust. Win day in and day out with Stat Hero. Download the app or sign up at stathero.com and use promo code BEN for a 100% deposit match. Because Greg and I need him to score 70 points in a PPR league tonight, it's not possible. I put him in a Stat Hero lineup. Stat Hero gave me their lineups. I got Saquon Barkley. Saquon's going to have a big game against Dallas. They may be able to rush the passer, but once he gets to the second level, he gone. I'm predicting a 40-plus yard rush. I'm feeling a big Saquon day, a big burst of speed from Saquon. I got Saquon as my stat hero of the day, and I'll give him my weekend hero tomorrow we because really, a lot we, hinges on this. We really do need uh, 50 points to win. I said 70. So I, maybe 50 points. Maybe 50 is possible. You think we get a 50 burger, Joshy, fantasy? 20 catches, 100 yards, and then fantasy Josh. 100 rushes, you, uh, two touchdowns? A, a 0.3% chance. Yeah, I think it's a little too much. It's all right. Is it? I mean, what did the what did Tyreek and and uh, Jalen Waddle have there? Well, Ben no. Bros finally finally came to the bright side, by the way, and he adopted Sunday NFL Ticket. It's the best. How much better is it than Red Zone? Red Zone you stinks. You fought me on that. I did. I did. Red Zone stinks. Like I don't like that Red Zone controls what games I'm going to watch. Like I want to be in control. I should actually be like like Greg and I. We should run Red Zone because we know Sky, it's pretty good. I mean, we just know what to watch and when to watch. And plus, I learn so much more than just being like, here's the highlight. You know, like I just get to watch the drives develop. More fun to watch that than just like, here's a cornerback like in beat. football watchers like Josh DiMaggio on Red Zone? No, I just know how to consume things the right way. He's a little salty after that. We've got On the Tee coming up next in Milwaukee. The Great Dane Huddle in Madison.